0: Help it. I know you felt it Green and white, white and green Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy Pulsito, and the Celtics beat the San Antonio Spurs end 2023 on a high note. Final score, 134-101. Absolute blowout. San Antonio Spurs, not good. Right, 5-27 and 27 on the season after this loss. Can't really say much about it. With that being said, the Celtics came out, took care of business from the jump. Unbelievable third quarter from them as well. Outscoring the Spurs 40-23. to 23. Uh, But this is a game where they were in control from start to finish. Really good overall game. Going to follow today's podcast a little bit different. Really no negatives to take from today's game. Uh, so we're going to go through player of the game. Uh, We're going to talk about really some of the, we're going to talk about the starters and then we'll dive into the bench and kind of what they gave us throughout a lot of this game, including that fourth quarter uh, where it was pretty much only bench play Uh, to get things started. Want to give player of the game to Jalen Brown. Feel like he's had probably the best stretch of basketball in his career. uh, And we haven't given him a ton of credit over that span. I, I, love Jalen Brown, right? I've, I've said this a million times, but he is just playing the best basketball of his career right now. Unbelievable start to finish for the last, I don't know, month and a half. End of the night, 24 points, six rebounds, three assists, two steals, just two turnovers uh, on a ridiculously efficient nine of 13 from the field, 70% from the field, two of two from three, And this is him just playing at an all-time level again. The guy is just putting up ridiculous numbers. Had an unreal third quarter. He put up 16 points, led the team in scoring in that third quarter uh, in, you know, nine and a half minutes. Just playing absolutely unreal. Five of seven from the field, two of two from three in that third quarter alone. So Jalen Brown's coming out, doing a little bit of everything. He's continuing to move the ball early on in this game. He had two very nice drives, kicked out both, I believe, were to Horford, and Horford ended up kicking it out to a wide open Tatum for a three and a wide open Derek White for three. So these are those hockey assists that you're not seeing in the stat sheet, but the ball is moving because of Jalen Brown, and this happens a lot, right? I'm not, just, I'm not going to sit here and say that Jalen Brown's the only one that's doing it. But Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, both of them have a ton of gravity. When they drive to the hoop, the defense collapses. So Jalen Brown drives, the defense collapses in on him, and that's the reason that a guy like Jason Tatum, with as much gravity as it gets in this league, becomes wide open. Really good game from Jalen Brown in this one. And honestly, a lot of it is just coming from the fact that he is taking his shots and he's not forcing a ton. That third quarter was Unbelievable. A lot of it was stuff that he is just so comfortable doing. He gets himself to a point where he finds that mid-range shot or he gets down to the free throw line and just hits that fadeaway over and over again. And then he gets hot. And then you'll see him pull up into a three. Right? He only took two threes in this one. You know, out of all of the starters, he was he took the least. Right? And the threes that he's taking aren't crazy contested threes. They're within rhythm after he just made two or three shots in a row. And I'm not like some of them might be heat checks at times. One of them was a heat check today, but it went in because he just hit three shots in a row. The confidence is through the roof. This guy is a professional bucket getter. That is his job title. The guy is just so good at creating his own shots. Uh, And he continued it again tonight, but the ball movement was also there. So good game from him. Jason Tatum, really right there with him. I think the the first quarter for him, not great. Uh, Had three points on one of three, so it's not like he did anything bad. Uh, But turned it on. Second quarter, great quarter for Jason Tatum. 12 points in that quarter. Uh, Third quarter, another 10 for him. Didn't really play. He played like a minute and a half in the fourth, so you can't really say much there. But Jason Tatum is continuing to play at a really high level as well. 25 points, six rebounds, two assists, two blocks. Uh, really nice block. I want to say it was on Sohan uh, late in this game, but Jason Tatum continuing, right? Like he's had a stretch of tougher games. Jalen Brown has stepped up, uh, but there have been a lot of games this season where Jason Tatum comes out and is just a, a world dominator. Uh, tonight, really good performance. 10 of 17 from the field. Love to see that. 5 of 10 from three. Love to see that, right? I think you'd like to see a little bit more at the rim uh, than three. Like, he's taking more than half of his shots from three. But on nights like these, when they're actually going in, you don't mind that. There have been times where the the three-point shot is not falling, uh, and he's closer to three of 10 or three of 11, I think we saw the other night, right? So these are the nights that you don't mind the high three-point attempts. Uh, But on nights that he's not, We need to see him attack more. But Jason Tatum in this one basically had everything going. Nothing really to complain about in this from Jason Tatum. Both of the Jays, excellent games. Uh, But again, they weren't really alone. Derek White, this guy was hearing Derek White's an all-star. He was hearing these chants in San Antonio. Obviously, former home for Derek White. Uh, We acquired Derek White from the Spurs in that trade where we sent Romeo Lankford and Josh Richardson in a a pick swap in 2028. So Derek White spent a lot of time in San Antonio. They were showing him some love, and he deserved it. 17 points, uh, 3 rebounds, 5 assists, 0 turnovers, 7 of 11 from the field. Again, super efficient. 3 of 6 from 3, super efficient. Derek White, just, I, I don't even know what else to say about him at this point. The guy is playing some of the best basketball of his career as well. And if he's not proving that he deserves to be an all-star, I don't know what else he can do. Like, if he could go to any other team right now and score 25-plus easy on super-efficient shooting. But the fact is he's here, and you've got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, two All-NBA players, two All-NBA scorers in front of you. And then you've got a guy like Porzingis, right, who can really go out, create a shot out of nothing, like, he's got a lot of star power in front of him. The fact that he's putting up the numbers that he's putting up is still super impressive. But if he goes anywhere else, he could absolutely put up the numbers of any other all-star. He's playing that well right now. So Derek White just continues to do it. And the fact that he's getting some love from this San Antonio crowd base, you love to see that. Absolutely love to see it. Kristaps uh, Porzingis, solid. Right, this isn't a game where he went out and efficiency-wise, shot well. He was four of fourteen from the field. Frankly, not that good. Oh of seven from three, horrible. Right, but he took advantage of mismatches a couple different times in this one. Led to six free throws. He was six of six from the free throw line. Nine rebounds, two assists, a steal, two blocks. Solid night. It's not great, but it's not bad. Uh, again, the di- like Scal talked about it on the broadcast too. The difference between having a Kristaps Porzingis and not is the ability to create mismatches down low. We haven't had this in, I I don't know, as long as I can remember, since Kevin Garnett, right? Kristaps Porzingis brings a completely different dynamic to this team. The ability to dump it into the free throw line range and just let him go to work over and over is a luxury that we have not had. So Kristaps Porzingis, despite a not great shooting game. Defensively, he was solid. Offensively, he still gives you a completely different look on that side of the ball, and it creates open shots. Like He's not one that's going out and making a ton of great passes, uh, but Porzingis, excellent pick and roll with Jalen Brown. Threw a nice backdoor cut to Jalen Brown. He ended up getting fouled, went to the free throw line, got his two free throws, right? So Kristaps Porzingis, while... The assists aren't necessarily, like, racking up. He's going out and doing the right things. And that's all you can ask for, right? Al Horford, another one. This isn't a game where the stat sheet jumps off, but seven points, seven rebounds, which both of those numbers you love to see, four assists. That's the number that Al Horford is going to give you, right? The three-point shooting, down a little bit, one of three. Uh, Today, three of five from the field overall. Al Horford's just a connector. Right? That's pretty much his job at this point. He's not going in. He's not going to throw up a ton of shots on most nights because the star power is there everywhere else. He doesn't need to. Uh, but Al Horford is going to make sure the ball is continuing to move. I already talked about it earlier. Jalen Brown, a couple nice drives. Both of them kicked out to Al Horford in the corner. One was a great pass to Tatum for a three. The other, great pass to Derek White for a three. So Al Orford's continuing to be kind of that connective tissue for this team. Good game overall, right? As good as the starters were, I mean, we saw some pretty solid performances overall from this bench again. Uh, and I want to talk about that. Before we dive into the bench stats, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. If you're looking to buy or sell in the near future, meet Deb Burke, your trusted realtor at Compass Real Estate, serving Massachusetts and New Hampshire. With a passion for finding dream homes, Deb is committed to making your real estate journey a breeze. Whether you're buying or selling, Deb's got your back. Reach out today at 978-930-4621 or email deb.berk at compass.com to start your next chapter. Let's turn your real estate dreams into reality. Are you tired of insurance options that leave you feeling lost in the dark? Look no further than Joe Lyman of Brightway Insurance. Joe goes above and beyond to find the perfect coverage for you, so whether it's homeowners, renters, car, commercial, or even pet insurance, Joe will make sure you're protected where and when it matters most. Contact Joe at joe.lyman at brightwayinsurance.com today and let him brighten your path to peace of mind. So whether you're driving, working out, or just relaxing, make sure to check out Joe Lyman at Brightway Insurance. RightWay Insurance, your beacon in the world of insurance. Hey, Boston Celtics fans, are you ready to experience the thrill of an epic game at the TD Garden? Look no further than SeatGeek, your go-to source for the best Celtics tickets in town. With SeatGeek, finding the perfect seats to catch all the Celtics action has never been easier. From courtside to the nosebleeds, they've got it all, and they've got it at the best prices. Plus, they even rate every deal on a scale of 1 to 10, to help you find the best value but here's the deal when you use the special promo code vsn you'll get an exclusive discount so why pay more when you can use vsn and save on your boston celtics tickets all right so i want to dive into some of the bench performance here because i think this was a another really solid game and obviously in a game where you win by 33 points the bench is going to get a lot of time Right, and that's what we saw tonight. If you look at the minutes played across the bench in this one, we had one, two, Brissett, Hauser, Pritchard, Cornett, Banton, all over ten minutes. And again, some of those Banton, uh, Brissett, a lot of those did come in the fourth quarter. And you know, take that with a grain of salt. But a lot of these guys got time, made the most of it. Luke Cornette, this is another game where he's coming in and playing really, really well. Like, we had an eight-game stretch or so where he was hurt not playing at all. Last game came out, played unbelievable. Tonight, no exception. 12 points, four rebounds, two assists, two blocks on 5 of 7 from the field. All right, this is what you want from Luke Cornett. And the pick-and-roll game today from him was fantastic. Two really good screens on Derek White that led to two pick-and-roll buckets from him. Uh, and then he had a nice block right after that, too. So, like, he was doing a little bit of everything. But the pick-and-roll game, all of his screening was spot-on. And that's all you want in that third big spot, right? You've got Porzingis. You've got Al Horford. Both of those guys can go out, hit shots. Luke Cornett, if you're going into a third backup big role, right, you don't need to do a ton. But you need to screen well and you need to defend at certain points. And I think Luke Cornett doing that consistently. You know, we went on a stretch during those eight games where Cornette wasn't playing, and we saw a lot of Kata. And Kada played well. You know, there was a point where I was like, Cornette needs to start watching out for his job uh, because Kada's playing that well. Cornette's back in the rotation. He's playing unbelievable basketball. I don't know if the play of Kada energized him a little bit more, uh, but he's playing really good basketball right now. But honestly, I mean, even Kada he got in tonight. A couple of great plays. Down the stretch, you know, the game was already decided at that point. The Celtics were up 30 points, so it's not like any of it mattered. Uh, but Keita came in. It's still five points, two rebounds. Solid. Great block. Excellent block on, I don't even know how to pronounce it, Mamas or whatever the hell his name is. Um, but really, like this is good basketball from both of them. And the fact that those are your three and four bigs, a lot of people will complain about it. I don't think that the Celtics really need to upgrade at that position anymore. Like, I think we've seen a a pretty consistent rotation between the two of them. If Cornette's not there, Keita is, right? That's fine. Once you get to the playoffs, again, as long as they're healthy, a lot of this hinges on health anyway, though, right? If you get to the playoffs and Porzingis goes down, Jason Tatum goes down, you know, no offense, you're probably not winning an NBA Finals, right? If it's only a couple games, sure. I think the Celtics have enough depth that you can spell a couple games. But if they're going to miss an entire series, probably not going to go well, right? So this, either way, I think Cornet and Cata, both giving you really good minutes at this point. Uh, Peyton Pritchard, another one. Good game. Nine points, three rebounds, led the team with seven assists. I thought the playmaking from him was great. Four of eight from the field. Couple nice drives. Had a very nice drive. Kind of bodied his defender. Why up for the layup. Got it. One of five from three, it wasn't his best three-point shooting night. Uh, but again, Peyton Pritchard, when the shot's not falling, he still does a little bit of everything else. I thought the playmaking in this one was excellent. couple of great passes to Sam Hauser. Sam Hauser, another one, 20 minutes, 11 points, four rebounds, and assist, good defense, couple of his threes came from Peyton Pritchard. Right. So you're looking across this lineup. The top five, there was no Drew Holiday in this one. So the top five, you had Al Horford in there today. Drew Holiday would be your sixth guy. The fact that you're rolling out guys like Hauser and Pritchard at seven and eight is solid because they can do a lot of things. Cornette, as that ninth guy, can do a lot of things. Kada, potentially as your tenth guy, can do a lot of things. Right? Even in this game, I genuinely love the stuff that we saw from Brissett. He played 21 minutes in this one, more than Al Horford, who started, right? Four points, six rebounds, two steals, two of five from the field. O'Shea Brissett, it continues to impress me. He'll go through a lot of stretches of just not playing at all. But the minutes that he gets, he goes out. The energy is through the roof. The pace picks up. Defensively, they look great because he's so switchable. The guy can defend anyone, Big, big frame and fast. So I love the minutes the Brissett's giving. You know, even him coming off as a potentially 11th guy. Again, in the playoffs, all of these rotations get smaller, get shorter. Brissett probably not playing much come playoff time. But if Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Derek White, Drew Holiday, whatever it may be, get in foul trouble and you need a guy to go out and give you five, 10 minutes, I'm comfortable. With that being Brissett, I think we already know what we're getting from Sam Hauser, Peyton Pritchard. I think both of them are going to get regular rotational minutes come playoffs. Uh, But guys like Brissett, I I wouldn't feel uncomfortable throwing them in for a couple minutes because I think he is a very, very good defender that can rebound well and he's just going to give you the energy. I don't think he's going to go out. He's not going to take a ton of shots, but he is going to go out and defend his ass off. And I think that's what this team needs. So really just solid overall game from this team. You look, they were just efficient through a lot of this game. You know, 53%, 54% from the field. uh, They didn't really turn the ball over much. 10 turnovers uh, as a team, right? Not bad. This team is going out. They're playing really good basketball right now. And again, it's, it's the Spurs. They're the worst team in the league. Well, second-worst team in the league behind the Pistons. So take it with a grain of salt. But the Celtics ended 2023 on a high note, a massive high note that continues to increase their scoring differential. The Celtics just moved to the highest scoring differential in the NBA. Again, Philly took that spot for a a little bit, uh, but they've also lost a couple more games. So at this point, Celtics, again, six straight wins. 26 and 6 in 2023 uh the Timberwolves give them credit still only seven losses but percentage wise Celtics only team above 800 they remain undefeated 10 and 6 away which again even if you look at the rest of the the Eastern Conference that's the best away record also Philly also 10 and 6 away but i mean listen there's not many negatives That you can talk about with this team throughout this point of the year. Offensively, they've been excellent. They're scoring a bunch defensively, they're holding teams down, and we're not seeing a lot of games where they're close. The Celtics are going out, they're taking care of teams. There have absolutely been games that have slipped a little bit, right? I don't think the Warriors game, the Celtics should have lost, but those games happen, right? If those games didn't happen, the Celtics would be what, I don't know, 29-3? and three? Like, it's unrealistic to ask. So, either way, the Sublux are heading into 2024 on a high note. Uh, and That's where we're going to wrap things up. This is a fun, fun team to watch, and this is a fun win to watch. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to tell a friend about the podcast. Tell them to give it a listen. Give it a rate, review, five-star, written review. Everything helps. Have a great rest of the night, guys. And we're on to 2024. We'll talk soon. Yeah. You couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?